0: previously on the loyal littles podcast well you, you know don't, how, you'd always make fun of me because the yeah, summertime he would. would come when he'd take the summer he'd off be and so I'd,
1: depressed. I'd be so
0: depressed and <laughs> i'm like
1: what is wrong with you it's beautiful out let's get outside and do something and he's like I, i'm just so bummed out there's I'm no like, tony there's yeah. no tony i'm like who what <laughs> but so. yeah i get it now
0: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast.
1: On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey Roxy. Hey Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck. We have a winner. We do. Our
0: first winner from our name that tune contest. Yes. They came in quick. I was actually impressed. That's yeah. flattering that people listen to us as soon as we drop like that. Right. Before we announce the winner, though, I wanted to get we had a few uh honorable, honorable, mentions. honorable mentions. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Osbold, episode two. Man, that's annoying. <laughs> I can't place the tune. I'm getting mixed signals between a clown song and a slinky tune. Oh. Darn you Choxie! <laughs> now I'm trying to think I, the slinky tune. It's slinky. it's slinky. Yeah, that's right. Right. Right? Sure. Uh, the only or thing I can think of like there. That. There might be others. A clown song?
1: I guess. The only one I
0: can think is send in the clowns, which I'm sure that's not oh, what he no means. No, 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 Or do do like,
1: do 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 yeah, do that, do
0: do do I could see a
1: clown riding a bicycle.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Then we heard from (laughs) Michelle Pendleton, episode 45. Hi, Chuck and Roxy. I am sure that I'm too late to win, but I think I know this one. Is it school days?
2: Huh?
0: I I had to look up the actual title but had no idea it was written in 1907 and was a broadway show with the same name oh hope you're both doing well michelle pendleton episode 45 now i did some research on this Mm -hmm. because i didn't know what she was talking about. no okay at first i meant when i heard she said school days i was like you mean by chuck berry because that one i know Uh uh-huh and then i'm like but i know that can't be it right so many songs called school days had no idea (laughs) al green did one also dizzy gillespie i'm like who knew
1: gillespie yeah uh oh did i
0: say uh it said Desi?
1: Dizzy Gillespie. No, did I say Desi? No, I think you said Dizzy Gillespie.
0: Gillespie, Gillespie, tomato, tomato. Okay, (laughs) all right, thanks. Put the emails down, Littles. Put the emails down. So the show School Days, though, the one that she's referring to is by Will D. Cobb and Gus Edwards. Mm. It's an American popular song. Its subject is of a mature couple looking back sentimentally on their childhood together in primary school. Oh. The song was featured in a Broadway show of the same name, the first in a series of Edwards school acts. It was the inspiration for many subsequent school acts, including the Marx Brothers' Fun in High School, their first major vaudeville success. Mm. Now, talk about full circle. Thank you, Michelle, for all of this. Yeah. I happen to be reading right now. Harpo Marx. Harpo Marx. Well, yeah. it's called Harpo Speaks. Yes. It's his autobiography. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm about halfway done.
1: I looked at the pictures. Oh,
0: you <laughs> looked at the <laughs> pictures. Well, I did that too. You always start with the pictures. Oh, yeah. Read the, I the captions. Mean, yeah. Yeah, read the captions. So, anyway. All right, let's move on to Rick Franzosa, episode 252. He says, Was I quick enough? His answer is Toyland. <laughs> That's is correct sir Toyland. And
1: you were the first.
0: And you were the first. Yes, let's I need to be more specific. <laughs> I need to be more specific. You're the winner. So congratulations Rick and your prize is in the mail. Yes. And it's good, little's. Look You're going to want to start listening it. right away. Speaking of listening right away, we felt we should mention this one too. There was another entry came in around about 45 minutes after Rick's. Yeah, okay? so close. So it's close. Well, not really because <laughs> the answer <laughs> close, but no cigar. the answer I quote says Babes in Toy Lane. <laughs> now, they meant land. I think they meant land. They I'm meant sure land. that was just a typo. The E is right next to the D key. Yep. I get that. Although the song is actually just called Toy, Toy land. land. The sh- show it's from is Babes in Toy yep. Land. Yep. So I don't show know. Show and movie. That, I'm, I'm kind of glad you didn't get in first, Brad, because <laughs> that might have had. Oh, some it was Brad? Yeah, that was Brad Phillips. Yeah. Yep. So we might have had some issues deciding okay what is that acceptable we would have had to go to the judges and it would have got messy but luckily we didn't have to do that (laughs) so but thank you for playing yeah (laughs) and i'm sorry to steve osbold for upsetting you i know well and thank you to all who played oh yeah really fun fun to participate i'm glad we you know we'll do it again you know at some point because we've got some other things to give away but i'd say let's save the other we'll reiterate the other contests and all that stuff later in the show let's do something we never do here roxy Oh. And before I say this, please don't shut off the podcast. Because I will say one thing we get the most compliments on our show is that we're not a sports podcast. Yeah. But sometimes we like to talk sports. But, like,
1: we also talk about life, and in life there are sports. Okay. All right. So. Fine. Okay.
0: So first, let's talk some sports. Congratulations, Baltimore Orioles. Oh, yeah. Okay. We have a lot they of clinched, Baltimore right? Orioles. Yes. They clinched a playoff mm-hmm. spot. Yep. They haven't clinched the division yet. That's the next step. But they are guaranteed a they playoff spot. Something. I think it was seven years. I was talking to Tiny Chuck about it, and I believe he said it was like seven years, which I was like, oh, that's not that bad. But he did bring up a good point. He's like, in those seven years, there were multiple 100 loss seasons, and those are always tough. Yeah. So as we've said, we've made it public. That's at least I I won't speak for Roxy, but that's who I'm pulling for now because our team's clearly not in it. And so I always say I have a soft spot for the O's. A lot of our listeners are pulling for the O's. Yeah. So hopefully we'll have some excitement during the baseball playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. I did something the other night that I can honestly say I don't think I've ever done in my entire life. Wow. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. I was
1: going to say that's a long time, but I shouldn't say that. Yeah, you could say that.
0: That's <laughs> no, because you wouldn't be wrong. And I can't even explain it, Roxy, but you, you went to bed the other night. I did. Around 10 o'clock, a game was starting. Yep. Okay, and you were like, oh, the NFL's on tonight? And I went, no.
1: I was like, wait, what, time, what day is it?
0: <laughs> yeah, this was Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I have it. I don't know if it's called prime fever, whatever. I am just so interested in what Dion's teams are doing. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I'm so interested in Colorado And so they were playing a big rival, Colorado State.
1: This is Deion Sanders. Sanders,
0: right, who's now the coach. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And undefeated so far. Well, he's going into this game you know, with a big mark on them, you know, and it just, the whole thing, just, I don't know how to explain it. It just intrigues intrigues me Mm -hmm. and more so because I do not like college football. I've never watched college football. I think mostly because I went to a college when I got to the college for the first three years, we didn't even have a football team. Right. My senior year, we got a football team. It was division three. I think it's still division three. So it's not like one of those big football schools, you know? So I think that's part of it. I do, but I just never had an interest. I don't Mm -hmm. understand why. Don't ask me why. I don't know. This game, though, I feel like t- Uncle Tony here, and it's so funny because the more I hear the big show, I, I keep thinking to myself, oh, I hope Roxy realizes she married Tony because <laughs> just e- all the little things, all the little things except oh, that I like dear. watermelon and he doesn't. That's, that's all you got. <laughs> but this game started at 10. O- it went till after 2, 2.30 in the morning because Holy it went to, it went to double overtime. I stayed up for the entire thing. I could not believe.
1: I did not. She
0: did not. I cannot believe I actually did that. And it was probably one of the most exciting games. Oh, double overtime when they were losing pretty much the whole game. Yeah. They come back. They somehow pull it out. Yeah. Then it goes to double overtime. And uh, I'm sitting here like, do I even know the overtime rules? Because they're very different than the NFL. Right. Okay. A lot of people like them better than the NFL rules. Right. But I'm not even going to get into that because we definitely don't, don't go there on this podcast. But just the whole double overtime. The only other thing I took out of the game, and Colorado won. They yeah. won. He's still undefeated. Huh. It's unbelievable how he pulled this game out. And his son is amazing. The, his son's the quarterback. Okay. And, um, go to Tony if you want to hear all about that. He had Chuck Culpepper on yesterday, uh. and they went all into that, and it's great. Chuck's okay. great. All Chucks are great, I think. But, <laughs> okay. The other thing I took out of the game, and I don't know if anyone agrees with me, Colorado State players are punks. They are absolute punks.
1: That tracks. They, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. The only thing I can say is that sometimes when they were committing penalties, mm-hmm. they were just committing penalties. But you know how there's like a sort of committing a penalty and then taking it to the extreme? Yeah. Just far enough where you won't get thrown out of the game kind of thing. Right. Okay. You know, there's different levels. They you were know pushing
1: I mean? the envelope. Oh,
0: they pushed the envelope. It was already pushed. Okay. <laughs> they were there. Finally, the, I think it was the last the one they finally threw the kid out. Whoa. Because it was so bad. And How was is that okay? Well, one kid went to the hospital because of it.
1: Like, who you are know? these coaches that are allowing this to happen? And but who are these parents that aren't grounding their children? <laughs> <laughs> grounding I mean, I get that they're in college, but, like, I'm sorry. Could you they imagine? come home to visit. They live under your roof. You should ground them.
0: Wow, Roxy. I mean, could you imagine, though, calling your kid after a game on you national like, television you're and be like, effing you're grounded. grounded. You're go to your dorm room I'm right now. I'm so grounded. embarrassed. No, but seriously, some of them were just – and even the other ones that weren't hurtful and sending yeah. players to the hospital and stuff – but they were seriously pushing the envelope as much as they could right. and could get away with it where right. the refs would turn the, turn their heads. Turn
1: their cheek, yeah. You know,
0: and just go the other way. But not yet, cool. I feel like they
1: knew. Now, look, I'm sure that's there's it. Some I'm not watching any college football. Well,
0: I, I will say this. In, in their defense, I'm sure there were some Colorado players doing the same kind of thing, but not to this level, I didn't think, personally. But anyway, that's all, all I They all should be out. They all should be out. They, they all should be, be grounded. Out. Yeah.
1: No football. You got to get your grades up. <laughs>
0: Right, exactly. Well, Roxy, let's get to our Meet the Littles guest. All right. Lots of fun and maybe a new code, sort of. Mm-hmm. Not really, but you're going to get a discount if you stick around. So you're not going to want to go anywhere, Littles. We'll be right back with
1: Meet the Littles.
3: Hi, I'm Tim Wildsmith, and I'm a Loyal Little.
1: And I'm Becca Wildsmith, and I'm not a Loyal Little.
3: And you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast
1: on the WTFC Podcast Network.
3: Mm-hmm. She also drives a Subaru.
0: played in this episode by a band called The Briars. And this song is called Take Back. And it's actually written by Robert Lovett. And that's who gave us permission to play it. If you like what you hear, best place to find all The Briars stuff is on their website. And that is thebriarsmusic.net. That's T-H-E-B-R-I-A-R-S-M-U-S-I-C.net. And you can also give them a follow over on Facebook. And we'll make sure we put all that information in the show notes And as always, though, we will play the full song, Take Back, by the Briars, at the end of the podcast. you loyal littles it's now time to meet the littles and roxy yeah chuck another fun one this is another new one that mm-hmm. you know it's funny i don't remember how we found them but we're gonna find out <laughs> please welcome to the podcast chris suma hey chris how's it going i'm good guys how are
4: you we're,
0: <laughs> we're good. good so let's start there how did we find you how did you find us
4: so i've been following you guys on twitter for quite a while but with the barbie movie picture you posted the other night. I threw up a little image that I kind of designed that said, Come on, littles, let's go party. Yes. That's
1: right. uh, It's always the little
0: things uh, that grab our attention. Yes. And it's always funny when these people make these comments and I'm like, you know, especially on the TK pages, when they make these like bold comments and they're like, No Chuck and Roxy number, what up?
2: You know? (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: yeah, I love that. So that's getting us a lot of attention, which is nice. Yeah, Yeah. We feel bad because. The podcast is actually called The Loyal Littles Podcast. <laughs> that's the name of the podcast. It's for you all. You but know? to
1: Tony, we're the right. Chuck and Roxy but show. But to Tony, we're
0: the Chuck and Roxy show, which so, is fine with us. Yep. You know, any free publicity will take. <laughs> I know. But uh, I just think Absolutely. that's hilarious, you know. So we're always thinking like, well, if we ever shut down the podcast, we always have our part de sequel, yeah, right, right. you know, all ready Spin to go. Off. The Chuck and Roxy <laughs> show. Um, <laughs> yep. But anyway, Chris, we're here to meet you. Take a second. Introduce yourself to all the Loyal Littles out there.
4: Sure. My name is Chris Suma. I'm born and raised in Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh, the the Northeast. I'm not as familiar with the camps that everyone uh, mentions or talks about on the show, but I'm actually probably within 15 minutes of each of those camps. I never attended them, but I know exactly where they are. I am a director of technology for a school district. uh, It's called the Southern Lehigh School District. And outside of my day job, I am a volleyball coach. I've been a volleyball coach for about 25 years now, and uh, I have the privilege of coaching my daughter, who is a sophomore in high school, and my older daughter just graduated high school, and she is headed to Misericordia University in Dallas, Pennsylvania, to play softball this fall.
1: Oh, wow.
4: Wow.
0: That must be so so many things already. Roxy, to say he's a volleyball coach is putting it mildly. This is Keystone College, right, women's volleyball team? (laughs) The official yeah, D3 women's t- volleyball team of the Tony Kornheiser show.
1: Oh, very prestigious. Yeah, I know,
0: right? Very. He's, he's, he's trying to bury the lead here. We're not going to let you. Okay? Now, we'll get into that. Is there that goes with that? Yeah. <laughs> now, as you know, Chuck here, big volleyball fan. Matter of fact, Littles, full disclosure, we're recording this at night. Yes. And I just came back from refereeing two volleyball matches. Yes. So that's what I do, like, for a side hustle. Mm-hmm. But let's uh, go back. So – what did you major in in college?
4: So my college journey is a little bit interesting. I started at East Stroudsburg University uh, wanting to be a Spanish teacher of all things. Whoa. And let's just say I got sidetracked playing some video games and just doing some random things that weren't really focused on education. And my time <laughs> at East Stroudsburg was short.
0: <laughs> playing Tecmo Bowl were uh, you? No.
4: <laughs> <kidding>. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, it was Command and Conquer, I think, at that point. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. midnight.
0: I didn't know how so. old you were, so I just took a shot.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So I actually started and stopped at East Strasburg, and then 16 years later, I finished uh, my associate's degree anyway at Lackawanna College here in Scranton. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a Microsoft certification, which doesn't get you much but a Coke at the machine, and my associate's at Lackawanna, and I've been very fortunate and blessed to work at three different school districts, including the school district I'm at right now. Excellent.
0: Wow. Now, every time you say Scranton, I could see Roxy. She's like holding and back. Lackawanna. We're like, the <laughs> City.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, huge office there. We're big here, office so. Fans, so. Uh, we hear Scranton oh. and our ears perk Matter up. Matter of fact,
0: <laughs> last year when we went to La Cheese Arena in Syracuse,
1: we stopped. We made we? a
0: point to stop in Scranton we to we take pictures. We we stopped, yes. It yeah. was very I, fun. I'd been there, but it was long before the office pre- yeah. was on the air and shit. Right. But just to see the... You know, stuff in the credits. Yeah, you yeah. You know, the yeah. parts It was fun. Of the city. It was yeah. fun. I'm yeah, sure we, you
2: get a lot
1: of people who do that. Yeah.
0: yeah we're not uh, the only uh, ones. Well, but, what was the one thing we tried will, to find, but we couldn't? The bar.
1: Oh, yes. Um, it was supposedly,
0: like, next oh. to a bowling alley, but it, it wasn't open, and we, we put it in the GPS, and we couldn't oh, find it. Oh, shoot.
4: Well, I'm, I'll disappoint you and let you know that I've never seen an episode of The Office. Oh, oh. wow. Oh, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> that's very interesting. Okay. So Fair.
1: when Chuck and I started dating, that was my. She forced me. Uh, that was my kind <laughs> of deal breaker. You need to watch this, or we're done. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah. because
0: I had watched like two or three episodes. Now random
1: episode. F- full
0: disclosure: I had the same scenario with Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I started watching okay. season one, episodes one, two, and three, and now I've heard from people like they're like, "Oh no, no, that it was terrible. The first season was not great, but then it got good." It wasn't until like four or five years after it was still running, and it was huge, but yeah. I just wouldn't watch it because I thought this is the dumbest show I've ever seen. I started dating someone, and she was like, um, you have to watch Seinfeld. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And then, of course, I'm like, oh, my God, this show's great. Okay? So I kind of thought this could be the same thing, but I'm like, Roxy, I don't think so because... This guy is such an idiot. I don't think I'm going <laughs> to like this. And so then she started, you have to watch from the beginning. Okay. I started watching from the beginning.
1: You have to make it to season two. And I then still I
0: thought, play. I'm like, there's no way, this guy's stupid and I, <laughs> there's no way he should be in this job and you know all this stuff.
1: But then like later on in later seasons when he leaves, you actually said, oh, I kind of miss him.
0: Right. Yeah, and so. and the other thing was, I mean, I couldn't wait. Like, we were dating, but we weren't living together or anything like that. And we bear, because she was still kind of commuting from Connecticut. Yeah,
1: so I would bring, like, my DVDs. Yeah, but there
0: was one I was finished, so I bought a whole season <laughs> yeah, online on, because uh, I couldn't yeah, wait. On iTunes. I was going to see her, like, in two days. I'm like, I can't wait. Yeah. You know, I have to finish this <laughs> up. You know, anyway. But wow, so that's interesting. He's never seen the Yeah, episode. interesting. Okay. Cool. All right. Now back to you since we hijacked your, epi- your uh, interview here.
4: <laughs> it's okay.
0: So how did you get into volleyball and stuff like that and coaching? Was that some, Did you play volleyball in high school and stuff?
4: I did. Okay. Um, I can credit my brother. I have an older brother who's nine years older than I am. And when I was 10 years old, he introduced me to volleyball. And I started playing at the local YMCA with, with he and his friends in an adult league, actually. And then I played all throughout high school. And I started coaching because I've worked in three school districts. Uh, Like I said, I've started coaching um, almost immediately. I coached football and volleyball, but volleyball is more of a true passion for me. And it's taken me more along a career path of having coached at two different local high schools and then two different local colleges. And now I I run my own travel program out of a local multi-sport gymnasium we have here. Uh, And it's actually called the Electric City Volleyball Academy. So. wow. Nice.
0: Yeah, honestly that I got my degree in education mm-hmm. and honestly that was like the main reason I got it was cuz I couldn't wait to start coaching high school yeah volleyball and I just never taught. So it's so funny that I'm refereeing. It's very recreational here. It's called Volo and Volo is all over the country, I think. Yeah, it's I like think one so. of those companies that just does these and they have different levels and stuff. Yeah. But it's hilarious to watch some of these Teams, And then, you know, they start getting to know you as a ref and they're like, oh, did you play? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I really wish I just there's some of these teams that are really good, but they're not good. And (laughs) I'm like, if they were just coached up for like five minutes, yeah, like they have no idea about bringing someone up from the back row to set and things like that. Right. You know, they just don't even know these things. And it just drives me crazy because I'm watching them and I'm like, you guys could be so good (laughs) and you just don't know what you're doing, you know, kind of thing. And it's but it's fine because most times it's recreational. Mm -hmm. But there are those knuckleheads that make it like it is. Division One college, right, you know, right. volleyball. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious to watch. But um, yeah. So football too, though. That's interesting.
4: Yeah, I was uh, just an assistant coach uh, in football. Uh, I started again, probably around 2002. I was freshman football coach for a couple of years, and then I became a varsity assistant. And at one point, I coached at two different schools uh, for high school football as well North Pocono and Pittston area, and. When I coached at Pittston, it was with uh, one of my mentors, a guy that coached me in high school, and I was able to be kind of like an offensive quality control tight ends coach and special teams coordinator. So that has had its fun. But coaching football, there's a lot involved with being a football coach, the time consumption and just being around the sport, having to scout and go out and watch teams, other teams. It taught me that I was a volleyball coach at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And how did the Keystone College thing happen?
4: So I coached at Marywood University first in the late 2000s, or from 2007 to 2008, 2009, in between football jobs, and then about 2015 or so, the Keystone job was open. Again, it, it's in my neighborhood, so applied, got the job, and I was there for three years. We made the conference finals twice, but we weren't able to get over the hump. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of great kids. When you coach, you're always as good as the kids that you have. So. We, had a, we were fortunate to, to, to have a lot of great uh, volleyball-skilled kids. And um, it was a great experience, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Oh, cool.
0: All right. So now, before we take a quick break, can we get into your sports fandom? Is football your favorite sport? Or what, what's your favorite sport? team, Stuff like that.
4: My favorite sport is probably hockey.
2: Oh, wow. Ah. Okay.
4: Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a New York Rangers fan. Okay. I'm um, living here in the Northeast. It's funny. I live in Pennsylvania. I live in Scranton, Pennsylvania, which is dominated by Penn State and Notre Dame fans. And yeah. I don't like either team. Yeah. Uh, I am a Ole Miss fan in football because I'm I'm sort of a kindred spirit with Lane Kiffin. Uh, his life and my life kind of parallel each other in a lot of ways. And I was a pro football fan, but I will I, watch it, but I don't really have a favorite team anymore. And I'm a fan of the Cleveland Guardians uh, in baseball. Mm. So those are those are my top three. I'm not really a basketball guy, yeah. um, but hockey, college football baseball is my top 3.
1: Yeah, but kind of all over the place. Yeah. A little yes. bit. Yeah.
0: Especially for being from mm-hmm. Pennsylvania.
1: What what about the Guardians attracted you to them?
4: Well, the movie Major League, oh. I, mean, I think okay. that's how anybody became a Cleveland Indians fan right, at the time, sure. but Yeah. That's late 80s early 90s when they were bad, mm-hmm. the Indians were bad, yeah. and so, you know, I can remember Corey Snyder, you know, I can remember Joe Carter, like those the guys that played on those teams. And then through the, the mid-90s with Ramirez and Tomy and Kenny Lofton and Carlos Baerga, um, you know, they got really hot. And so, you know, I've been on that train, you know, probably since 1990. Yeah. Cool.
0: Wow. Well, it's so interesting because, you know, most people, but he's from eastern Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So I guess you get yep. a pass because, I mean, hello, if you were in Pittsburgh and you were rooting for a Cleveland team, right. you
4: know,
2: that's, <laughs> that's it's illegal, I think.
4: Yeah. It's funny. My father is a Cleveland Browns fan, and my former boss at the last school district i worked at she was or she is a huge pittsburgh steelers fan and so when i mentioned that my father was a browns fan that was like i almost lost my job over that, oh, no. that just <laughs> <laughs> well that's what
0: i mean now isn't joe yeah. magnu too uh, i think it's the same he's like based in pittsburgh but he's a big cleveland fan i don't remember his episode uh. whatever, but he's the guy that uh he does he does the camera for operating. a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. He does all the professional baseball, football games, yeah. hockey. He does everything. Okay. Yeah. But, so I always find it interesting when, you know, someone from like a rival. Well, hello, I'm living in New York and I'm a Boston Red Sox yeah, fan. Yeah, so.
1: exactly.
4: <laughs> and that's okay? Like you don't take daggers for that?
1: Well, uh, he does. I but do. But he has ways to, to cope. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, well, sure. first of
0: all, let's go present day. No because what can they say yeah right you know? right I mean right. they haven't won a world well I'm talking about Yankee fans obviously yeah you know they haven't won a right. World Series since 2009 yeah which is just unheard of yeah so uh, well listen we have a lot more to get into so uh, but let's take a quick break because I don't want to get cut off because we're gonna find out all about your TK fandom and stuff like that but uh, we'll be right back with
1: meet the littles <laughs>
4: This is the Loyal Littles Podcast
2: with Chuck and Roxy.
0: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And Roxy, we are lucky enough to have Chris Suma with us. Yes. I'm geeking out on the volleyball. I know you are. <laughs> but uh, we've got more because we want to know how you became a little.
4: I've been internet radio show. That I, it was funny. I had a conversation with a coworker who has... Worked at all three school districts with me. And I, I told him I was going to be on this podcast. And he's like, well, what's it about? And I said, Tony Kornheiser. And he goes, Tony Kornheiser. He goes, didn't you listen to him on the internet like years and years ago? And I said, yes. As a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> so, you know, at work, I have a desk job for the most part. So it does allow me to listen to kind of whatever I want. And I've just been hooked on ever since then. I've probably listened to more shows than watch PTI. I don't have the opportunity to watch PTI all that often. But I'm more of the radio show um, when he was a 980, when he bounced around ESPN radio, you know, now to the podcast, uh, every step of the way, Dan, the Duke Davis, like those are names that resonate. Um, sure. So I, I've been on the train for, I, I don't know, I guess, does that make it 20 years maybe or 18 years, something along yeah, those yes. lines, but did make it to chatter uh, once with being the coach of Keystone. There's a big tournament that happens every year, the Northeast qualifier, and it's usually in either Philadelphia or Washington. And when it was in Washington, I made the pilgrimage and I did bring TK a box of that. It was filled with Keystone Volleyball T-shirts and Jeannie McManus was there and she was thrilled because it was a women's volleyball sport, you know, yeah. that she was happy to be able to get something from a women's team. So she was all geeked out. But I did go with the orange tea as opposed to the navy blue tea that we could have offered uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> and nice. they
0: like the stuff, right?
4: Oh yeah, they were thrilled, he was thrilled, and whoever had the chance to get there, they're very gracious, take time to take pictures with you and all that, you know, it, it's just great experience, you're kind of awestruck a little bit, because it wasn't the radio show part that got you, but I don't know, I, I have these moments when you're around a, a, a quote-unquote celebrity that you kind of freeze up a little bit, I, I usually get along with anybody, but... I just kind of locked up. I didn't know what to say. So, But yeah. he was very gracious with his time and taking pictures, all that sort of stuff. So that's it was really amazing. good. Oh, nice. And if
0: we may, to toot our own horn a little bit, Gene McManus, episode 140. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. that's <laughs> yes. one you're not going to want to miss, Littles. It was great. It was <laughs> called I yes. Am the Captain Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have to say, they've been so great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's like a dream come true for us. Um, For me personally, Mm -hmm. you know, from listening to these people all these years Mm -hmm. to finally actually get to sit down and talk to them. It's just it's so, so much fun. All right. One last thing before we get into our fun, dumb questions, because you had something here on the forum and I think Todd Dekay might be interested to, (laughs) Uh you know, the antennas going to go up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you work at a brewery and you said you were just listening to Todd's episode, right?
4: I was yeah earlier today. Todd and I had just become uh, Twitter acquaintances within the last couple of weeks. We have uh, it looks like we have some things in common. I actually am not a big beer drinker at all, mm-hmm. but one of my former players owns a brewery here in Scranton. It's called Groove Brewing, and I bartend there on the weekends. Um, usually Sundays, but sometimes I'm there on Saturdays as well. And Everything is brewed on site. Uh, we have all of the brew equipment in the back in the, the laboratory or the laboratory, as they like to call it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I've been there. Well, they've been open for three years, but they've been in a new location for about nine months now. It's on Sanderson Avenue in Scranton for any of maybe the, lo- the local Littles who might be in the NEPA area.
0: Well, or more importantly, it
4: sounds like that could be a future Summer of Summer Littles, of Little's site. site. Have you ever At, been to a Summer of Littles I have not between uh, I run a couple summer volleyball tournaments. It Mm -hmm. it really absorbs a lot of my time for Jingle Fest or for any of these summer little events. But they're always on my radar every single year. But, yeah, I would definitely look to try and plan something like that in the future. And. And if there's any local littles out there that happen to come in on a Sunday night when I'm working and they, they offer a lachiserie, you get yourself a free uh, nine-ounce pour. Oh, so. wow.
1: Kind of right. like use the code. I'm writing
0: that down. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like use the code. What do they get if yeah. they say LLPod? <laughs> <laughs> that's our code.
4: Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> we could work on something. Okay, okay. Not necessary. No.
1: Lachiserie <laughs> is great. Yeah,
0: lachiserie is great. That's, that's the mantra. Oh, that's the, what?
1: and speaking of breweries... And bringing me back to bars and beers, Poor Richards was the name of oh, the oh right. bar that we tried to find from the office. Yes, that's yeah. next right. to a bowling alley.
4: And yes. poor Richards is inside of the Southside Bowling lanes.
1: Yes. It okay, is? it's inside. Yes. Okay. Yep.
0: Okay, because yes. we couldn't find it anywhere. We yeah. thought we actually were maybe going to stop we there for lunch. We were right lunch. there.
1: Yeah, we, we were, were right, right there. there, but we didn't yep. see it, so we just kept moving. But. Because in
0: the show, they show like an outdoor entrance mm-hmm. to it, like a back right. entrance to the bowling alley. I yeah, guess. I guess I don't know, something like that. Yeah. But so it wasn't like that, though. <laughs> we were just like, okay, we have to get to La Cheesery Night, so let's yeah, get Yeah, right. We took some pictures and we took off. Yep. <laughs> well, listen, Chris, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. Now, I know you know that we have some fun dumb questions for you. We hope that's okay.
4: Yeah, let's rock.
1: Okay, who would play you in a movie of your life?
4: I'm going to go with Val Kilmer only because Tombstone's one of my favorite movies and his performance in Tombstone was fantastic, so I'll just run with Val Kilmer. All
2: right.
0: All right. If you could eat only three foods for the rest of your life, what would they be?
4: Pizza, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, and probably the chicken nuggets at Chick-fil-A. Okay, you were very
0: specific there. Now, bacon, egg, and cheese from anywhere specific?
4: Uh, Well, I'd make my own, but there's a uh, diner here in Moscow, Pennsylvania called Delish on Main. It's a small town. It's where I went to high school, North Pocono. It's Moscow, Pennsylvania, and Delish on Main Ellie is the owner. She does it. It's one of those, you know, single-owner places. She's the food's fantastic there, so I'd go. Delish. All right. Excellent.
1: Hey, okay. name a product or service you love so much that you'd happily be that company's spokesperson.
4: Snapple iced tea. Ah. Okay. okay. That's a good one.
1: Nice.
0: Any particular flavor?
4: I'm just a straight lemon guy, although I can mix it up with raspberry every now and then. Okay. okay. All right. Nice. Well, cool.
0: if you could live in any TV or movie home, what would it be?
4: My nostalgia wants to say the Brady's. Okay. I guess I'll go, I guess I'll go with that. That's actually good, of the that's of a nice
0: house. It is a nice house. I mean, it's house. obviously yeah. dated, but you could make right. some improvements, I sure. think. Sure. Now, would sure. you, we also give the option, do you want to live with the cast or without? I'm guessing without? No, I'll
4: just, yeah, without <laughs> just the, the cast. <laughs> Kick them out.
1: Yeah.
0: What's Tony say? Here's $20. Get out.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> All right. What's the best piece of advice you've received?
4: Think before you speak. Ah. Mm, that's
1: that's a, a good one. good one. I should learn that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Have we ever done that? What's yours?
1: What's mine?
0: Yeah. We haven't done this in a long time, if you don't mind, Chris.
1: Honestly, I think it was when I was deciding between going to college to double major in education and theater, my parents said, you can always go back to school. Go for the thing that you've dreamed of your yeah. whole life. So I ended up ditching the, the major and yeah, right. went to school for theater. Yeah, for theater, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was kind of just like, go for it. Just, yeah, you have yeah. a dream, go for it.
0: Yep, I'm going to use the same one I've been using for about 30 some years now. From the trumpet player from the Gigi tour I did in 1996.
1: <laughs> okay. Save your money. Oh, yeah. That's a good <laughs> that's one, too. He said.
0: Save your money. It's a really good and one. And it was funny because I hear, I'm thinking, I, I asked him for some advice. I'm like, I'm thinking he's going to give me some great musician advice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, no, no. He's like, he's like, oh, oh, you want more? And I was like, yeah, man. Whatever you got. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring it on. What else you got? He's like, save your money. <laughs> yeah. I <was> like, okay. <laughs> All right. How about what's one special hidden talent you have that no one else knows about?
4: Well, I'll lean on. I just started a little side hustle of creating, uh, making stickers, T-shirts, like a little printing business. Really. And I, I have a background in technology, but I like to Photoshop, and so I've been pretty active over the last couple of months making different things for. Uh, I did a golf tournament uh, T-shirts for a golf tournament. I've done a lot of stickers. I've done. Bag tags are big with the girls' volleyball crew, so we make bag tags for player numbers and their names and the tournaments that we went to. So, I've been sublimating, I've been heat pressing different things. I have a cricket machine of Ooh. all things. You uh, have a cricket? So, I do.
1: <gasps> Ooh.
0: Wait, what is that? I don't understand.
1: Um, only the coolest machine ever for arts and crafts, but it's like not <laughs> like arts and crafts. It's way more sophisticated than that. But
0: what? I don't get it. What is it? A cricket?
1: A cricket machine. It's so, it's like printing and you can make your own things. We were gifted something for our wedding that was made solely from a cricket machine.
4: Okay. (laughs) It's like a super advanced vinyl cutter.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right.
4: One more, Roxy.
1: All right. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be?
4: Gubbio, Italy. Ooh. Very specific. Gubbio, Italy. Is a small town uh, west of Rome, and it actually has ties to Jessup, Pennsylvania, which is 10 minutes from where I live. And there is a cultural event called the Race of the Saints or the Festa dei Ceri in Italy. It honors Santubaldo of Gubbio, who saved the town from the barbarians 700 years ago. And there are many, 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 many descendants of Gubbio who have found their way to Jessup and now the Moscow area. And this festival happens on May 15th in Gubbio every year and Memorial Day weekend every year here in Jessup.
2: Wow.
1: Wow. That's so cool. So
0: interesting.
1: That's so cool. Yes. All right, and one more. What's
0: the one movie you love so much that you know you'll be best friends with another person just because they love it as well?
4: Well, I hit it before. It would be Tombstone. Major League would be a close second, uh-huh. but yeah. I quote lines from Tombstone, Every single day, Caddyshack every single day, <laughs> and Major League every single day. So, nice. <laughs> now I guess I know I, I broke the rules there, but that's where I'm at. That's okay. okay.
0: I need some honesty because Roxy makes fun of me. You cry at the end of Major League every time, right?
4: I mean, who doesn't, right? Thank you. Okay.
0: I mean, I get it's not feel nice the dreams cry, <laughs> but you still cry,
4: right. you know? Oh, no, I, come she on. just I, doesn't get it, she just doesn't understand. As a youth, I played catcher in baseball. I know what Jake Taylor was dealing with running down that first baseline. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Roxy, come on. All right, rapid fire, Roxy.
1: All right, Coke or Pepsi?
0: Coke. Pancakes or waffles?
4: I'll go waffles.
1: Star Wars or Star Trek?
4: Star Wars.
0: All right, I'm going to try one because I was listening back to an episode, and I, it's not on the paper here, oh. Roxy, but how about the Keatons or the Seavers? Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, see, he even knows what we're talking about. I like
4: that. Yeah, I'm going to go Keaton's.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Cups up or down in the cupboard?
4: Down.
0: Brady Bunch or the Partridge family? Brady Bunch. All right.
1: Well, he wants to live in their house, Chuck. Oh.
0: (laughs) Well, he he knows Chuck's a dope, so. (laughs) Already threw that one out of my head, so. All right, Roxy, Smarty Pants.
1: Smoother, crunchy peanut butter.
4: Smooth.
0: All right, Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny?
4: Oh, never not funny. They're always funny. Excellent. Yeah.
0: All right, let's end with that. Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to come meet the Littles here. Now, is there anything we can plug for you? Uh, how can people reach out to you if you want to be gotten in touch with?
4: So I'm on Twitter. Certainly anybody can follow me. It's at AmusVB, which is my last name spelled backwards. So it's A-M-M-U-S-V-B. And if anybody's looking for any stickers or any uh, anything out there, all Elite Sublimation on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, all Elite Sublimation. I'm happy to uh, give some big TK discounts out there to any Littles that happen to need anything printed Ooh. up for them.
0: Okay. I, I feel like we should have another code here. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. We got, Why not? We got
4: Pod gets you a 25% <laughs> discount. Littles, Full circle moment.
0: Littles, if you know Now you know, we don't pre-do anything here. We're just in the moment here. So yeah, excellent. That'd be great. Well, listen, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
1: Over or under?
0: Over. All right. Excellent. Very emphatic. I know. I I like that. Love it. Love it. I saw
1: the exclamation point at the end of that.
0: Yeah, right? Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks again, Chris. We really appreciate the time.
4: Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, all
0: you
1: loyal listeners. We'll be right back.
2: This is Laurie Asayo from DC, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
0: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and thank you, Chris, for coming on to meet the Littles. And Roxy, you know what that music means?
1: It's time. It's time
0: to sadly say goodbye to someone. Yes. So we want to make sure we get this in at the top. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off. It wasn't easy. It's Ritz.
1: Wah, 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 wah. So sorry,
0: Ritz. Sorry, man. Yeah. That's a real bummer. We barely knew you. I'm telling you, this... Fantasy League is kind of a bummer because of that. Yeah. So I don't know but what to say. people
1: seem to dig it, so.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of people that really like it. And yeah. the people that did it last year, they were like, I'm coming back. Yeah. I, want, I want another shot. Yeah. And uh, it's just so, it's kind of funny to me to see, like, how it changes from week to week. Yeah. You know, one week sure. you're, like, at the bottom, and the next week you you're win the week. Top. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden now you're... Getting your head chopped off, so yeah. to speak. So, yeah, it's always sad, but uh, it was nice knowing you. And speaking and of fantasy, it wasn't a great week for either of us. In the, <laughs> we, we did survive in the guillotine, obviously. But we
1: did. our
0: other fantasies, not so good. You lost, right? I
1: did lose. Not as bad as I was anticipating at the start. I made some adjustments, which helped me, <laughs> but it was still not enough to pull it out.
0: Littles, who, who is this person? <laughs> Sound like Dion doing your press conference here. Made some adjustments at halftime, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, it just wasn't enough, yeah. and the other team... I've know. heard
1: enough press conferences <laughs> to know how to... Oh, I'm sure. ...how to speak on these things. I'm
0: sure. <laughs> Thanks to you. Okay. <laughs> all right, Roxy, before we get to the emails, we want to uh, just do a reminder of all the important things. Yes. One that is really, really important. Save the date, October 14th, and you're going to want to move on this right now. It's yes. less than a month away. Go to werockcancer.org. Get your tickets for the Capital One Hall in Tysons, Virginia music extravaganza, I'm going to call it. It's called the We Rock Cancer Annual Concert, but it's an extravaganza, okay? You're not going to want to miss it. The Pat McGee Band will be there with special guest John Popper from Blues Traveler. If you want to hear all about Pat and the band, just go to episode 258. You can also hear from Tim Reed because that's the one we did together with the two gentlemen. Yep. Tim goes all into what the organization is and Mm -hmm. how they're helping to raise awareness for skin cancer and stuff like that so you can get your free screening that night the most important thing is go to werockcancer.org and get your tickets use our code CHOXI and get 20% off the standard ticket prices go have a good time and get screened for cancer it's a win-win for everyone please 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 do that the other thing we want to remind everyone and we have already gotten a bunch thank you is make sure you get your entry in for our Toy Hall of Fame contest now You can't tell yet because he hasn't gotten in the mail. But Rick's going to attest that this is not just some mediocre prize. This is not just a sticker you get in the mail for coming on oh, to meet the no. Lips. This is, this is a something probably, and this will probably be. is a be, decent prize. And no offense I think to Rick, is what I said. this is actually going to be a little bit better than what we did for the Name the Tune because uh-huh. that was just a one little thing. This yeah. is like a major contest. This is
1: a big contest.
0: Okay. I mean, we're talking, we've got. This po- is
1: serious. This is <laughs> serious.
0: Like I said, it's probably going to be something definitely from the TK website because yep. we like to support them, obviously. Yep. So it's always something from there. We also have some Dan Byrne CDs to we give out. Do. We have some clothing apparel to give out. We, we have do. you know, we've got lots of stuff. Yep. That's some cool stuff. So you're yep. gonna want to make sure. But the important thing is make sure you do it by Tuesday, November seventh, is what we're saying is the cutoff. The winners will be announced on our hopefully we'll have a Saturday episode that week, November eleventh. Yeah. Email us your top three choices. Go to WTFcpodnet at gmail.com. You can also get to that email by going to our website.
1: Loyalittlespod.com.
0: Click. There's somewhere on there it says email us. Yes. Okay. Do it that way. Those are the only two ways we can. I can't. We
1: can't handle social media yeah, in Yeah, if this you one. message
0: me on Instagram. We won't or remember. X or Twitter or whatever they're calling it, I can't keep track of all those. Okay? Because what I want to do. This is
1: serious.
0: Because <laughs> with the emails, I just put it in a folder, pile, so they're all together. Yep. And this way when the winners are announced by the Toy Hall of Fame, I could just go back into that folder find those entries and just go through them and figure out who won right okay if i have to go all over the place i can't do it yeah i just can't and, and i don't want you i don't want you to be missed i don't want you to miss out right what's that fear of missing out FOMO? fomo is that what that is so we don't want you to do that so the one closest to matching all three will win a prize yes so there could be multiple winners a decent prize a decent prize did you ever finalize we kind of gave a quick little so we're going to save ours right yeah okay all right and my apologies again to bop it when we first initially read the list, <laughs> I left it off. But I do still think you're a little too early. Too much of a rookie toy to... Really? Yeah, I do. Eh. Is that still... Do people still... Yeah. Do they? Uh, okay, I don't know. I don't, we
1: don't have kids. Bop it.
0: Twist, Twist it. it.
1: Pull it. <laughs> bop it all
0: right Roxy. <laughs> well i didn't know you know what i mean and I, oh dear I, lord i can only d- imagine so
1: the emails that are about to come d- in off of <laughs> that's that. what she said that's what she's oh my does, gosh does uh
0: can i say our nephews yeah travis does travis have a
1: he doesn't i don't think okay oh. well that's what i'm talking about that's a brilliant idea okay. chuck
0: well i'm not even saying that do you think uh, okay i think he'll like it yeah and he's he old enough love for it. it okay but uh, that's what i'm trying to say i don't think today. i think it's. Past you think it's,
1: it's too too recent or?
0: Well, I think it's too new of a toy because I go for nostalgia, okay? Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. Do. The, the ones, like the fact that Battleship isn't in yet, Bingo isn't in yet, if we're right. going to let games in. Yeah. Nerf Toys is like, come on, man. What are we even doing out here?
1: Yeah, I get
0: that. I mean, Nerf Toys, I played with Nerf I Toys. I
1: but is so much fun. It's oh, so much l- more look. fun than Nerf Toys. Okay, all
0: right. Here's the thing. Well, that's.
1: I know that's a big statement well, I just made. Well, it is
0: because a Nerf football, you're playing football. And I think football is better Mm -hmm. than Bop It. Mm -hmm. Okay, but Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. Like, a Nerf gun, maybe not. No offense, Mm -hmm. Sid. We had a great time at the party using the Nerf gun. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right. I agree with you there, maybe. Because, Bob, look, I want to make sure I'm on the record saying this. I love Bop It. Yeah. I think it's a great toy. Yeah. I was curious, and I think I was was right. I don't think today's generation's playing with it right now. Maybe. I could be wrong.
1: I don't
2: know. But
0: if not, we could get him one, for sure. I think he'll like it. Yeah. I also, just like I said, I think there's... Ones on this list that have paid more dues, I guess is okay. how I would say. Okay. And I think they deserve, but that's just my opinion. You I can understand have your that. opinion, of mm-hmm. course. If you think Bobby I understand should go that. in, let's let the rookie in. All right, let's move on. Let's get to our emails before we got to get out of here. This one hit home for me. It's Bill Pitcher. We haven't heard from him in a while. Yay. Episode 58. Wow. All right. All right. 58. Top cool. 50. He wrote, oh my, the Chatham Fair. <laughs> now, I read that how I interpreted it. It just says, oh my, the Chatham Fair. <laughs> Hanging out with dad at the sheriff's department booth. And then you put in parentheses, your dad probably there too, Chuck. Pepperoni sandwiches, fried dough, and 4-H milkshakes. Now, that's something we forgot to look at.
1: I didn't know about 4-H milkshakes. I
0: forgot all about the 4-H milkshakes. Thank you for bringing that up. If we ever go back, I'll have to remember that. Completely forgot about the 4-H milkshakes, but he's right. Yeah. And Roxy, I was up to $50 on that quarter scam (laughs) game once. Lost it all, chasing more.
1: Yep. As you do. As you do.
0: As you do, but it's more for the entertainment. And I don't know if I could throw some suggestions. This is what my uncle, my Uncle Gus. Yes, I had an Uncle Gus. I was lucky now that I look back on life. You
1: had a lot of great aunts and uncles. I mean,
0: Uncle Gus. I mean, come on. Eddie Murphy made Uncle Gus so famous, you know? (laughs) That's fire. you know? Okay. But I also had an Uncle Sam. And, of course, being such a George M. Cohan fan, you know, born on the 4th of July. Uh You know, I just, uh, that always made me giggle, too. But Uncle Gus. He taught me this. He taught me a couple lessons. Okay. He taught me bet with your pocket, not with your heart. Yeah. Okay. Smart. You know, that was always at the Saratoga Raceway. Smart. That's where I learned that.
1: Yep.
2: Okay.
0: And he's right. He's right. You always bet with your pocket, not your heart. Meaning yep. like if you have like your own horse in the race. Yep. And I don't mean, and I mean literally a horse. Yeah, I don't mean right. like that saying. Okay. Just make sure. Same thing. Like even today, you know, your favorite football team, your yeah, favorite sure. baseball team, you know, if you know they're going to get killed, don't bet on your own team. Bet with your pocket, not your heart. Yep. Okay, It's hard sometimes to do because sure. you, you don't want to jinx stuff, all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. the other thing he taught me was if you go to that quarter scam guy, <laughs> that's <laughs> what we're going to call it, I don't need, there must be a name (laughs) for this. I think it's like waterfall. No, I forget what the name of the game is. I have no idea. I just see it. Littles, you know what we're talking about. The ones where you plop the quarter and it pushes it over one ledge, drops to another ledge, pushes it over, and whatever it pushes over on that ledge, you get to keep. Yes. Some of them actually are single level. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those too. Yeah. That was the other thing that was surprising at the Chatham Fair. They used to have like five locations of these quarter machines. This time, there was one. Yep. Just one. Yep. But anyway, you hand the guy a $20 bill, they usually give you a little extra.
1: Oh, yeah. I think that happened to us this time. Oh, really? No, I we only gave so. him five. I think once. I only gave it him five.
0: Oh, maybe for you. Maybe because we you, went a did few times. Did you wink at him, Roxy? Be honest. You I were don't probably wink. flirting. You were probably flirting. I don't flirting. wink at people. No, no, but seriously, hand him a 20. Me they think,
1: winking at people is really weird and creepy. <laughs> <so> <laughs> well, I they, don't do it.
0: They thought, I thought he always said, give they always think like you're going to throw it all in. So they're like, well, I'll give him a couple extra bucks. There was one time, there was one guy, I used to get like 25 if I gave mm-hmm. him 20. And most times you put it all in, so it works to their advantage anyway. Yeah. But it makes you stay there and like, oh, this guy's Mm -hmm. nice, and stuff like that. But that Mm -hmm. was the other thing I learned from my Uncle Gus. All right, then we heard from Bobby Gottfried, episode 12. Guts was such a great game show. You remember Guts? Mm Oh, yeah. I wanted to be on so badly as a kid and win a piece of the Argo Craig. Yep. Is is that what it, I'm probably butchering that. It also had such a catchy theme song, and it was hosted by Mike O'Malley, good friend of Greg Garcia, episode zero. Ah. Now, I didn't even think about that. Now, did you ever do White Christmas with Carrie? No, I did not Because we've done White Christmas with Carrie O'Malley, Mike's sister.
1: Uh huh.
0: So maybe we could go through that door. Maybe. Through Mike to get to Greg.
1: Maybe. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Probably not.
1: Tricky, tricky. I mean, I haven't talked
0: to her in probably a decade. It's sure. been a long time. Sure. She's a very talented actress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so not sure that's going to quite work. All right, Roxy, you have the next one, right?
1: I do. Dear Choxy, A. I'm sad Sid didn't read my email. B. I'm glad she said that's what she said. C. I'm sad someone else won a prize for you saying their episode number instead of mine. I mean, I'm the one that was jilted. By awarding them a prize, you are basically saying that individual was slighted because they were confused with me. You know, the guy that spends his entire life writing in this fine podcast. D. I don't actually want a prize. E. I'm the prize. <laughs> F. I'm getting off these letters. (laughs) Gee, I listen on my phone's podcast app, which probably isn't helpful.
2: Wait,
0: wait. Did he just say he's getting off the letters, but then he continued with the letters? And then he continued,
1: yes. just checking. Just clarifying. Okay, but moving on. I don't get this Toy Hall of Fame thing. Why isn't Ken in as a part of Barbie? It feels like this can get out of hand quickly. Like... What if Uno gets in, but only the green cards? What if Cabbage Patch Kids get in, but not the Kusas? You got me. Look it up.
2: That's <laughs> or why you're reading it, not me. <laughs>
1: or only one of the Ninja Turtles gets in. I can't really name them, but Michelangelo or Leonardo come to mind. I leave you with this. Last night, I dreamed I was swimming in an ocean of orange soda, but it was just a fantasy. <laughs> a fantasy. Oh, that's good. By the way, one hour, eight minutes, 15 seconds. That's what she said. said. Times two. Episode 178, the best number. Not really. A-B-T-A-H-S. That's what she said.
0: There's a lot to dissect there. Oh,
1: my gosh. But
0: (laughs) we don't have that much time. But I'm just saying that, Okay, there's certain things that go in as a group. It's like. The Four Tops, The Temptations, yeah, The Four Seasons,
1: yeah. I know there's Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello. Oh, Mm. I have
0: no idea. I had no.
1: Forget. I know Donatello is one of them. Yeah. I feel like I just named them recently. Now
0: I will say though, I don't think. Well, I wonder if he's seen the movie, honestly. Oh. Because you're the one that brought it up last episode. You were like,
2: Yeah, right. Oh, Barbie. Yeah.
0: That stuff. But I also kind of understand what you're saying, except that I know Barbie's her own entity, I think. Yeah, I, I think so yeah. too. Although, he, you know, he brings up a good point because like if Batman is in, is Robin in? Right. Are they two separate?
1: If Peanut Butter is in, is Jelly in?
0: Okay, let's not. Let's, let's <laughs> not even. We're talking toys, Roxy. I know, but it's like. Although San's in, so why can't Peanut Butter be in? Right, right. You right, know what I'm saying? Okay. Right. I guess my point is there's certain duos that, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. They're but just duos I don't like think Ken and Barbie go are, together. One, are one. Yeah. And more and more, I think this is a setup, this whole movie thing, you know, for Ken to get in. Maybe. Because honestly, I don't think, now that more and more I'm thinking about it, <laughs> going back to my Uncle Gus, bet with your pocket, not your heart. Yeah. I don't think Ken should be in. Okay. I really don't. But I think pocket-wise, because of the money and all that stuff with the movie, sure, I think he's sense. probably going to get in. Yeah. So I should probably use one of my choices for him. So, maybe. I don't know. We've sat here dissecting the Toy Hall of Fame <laughs> enough. Thank you, episode 178. All right. Maybe Font-tuss-y. I'll, maybe I'll <laughs> throw a little prize in the mail for him. You know, yeah, he's earned he's it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, that joke was pretty good. I mean, you
0: could wait. He did also enter the Toy Hall of Fame contest. Maybe we should oh, hold out did? and see if he wins that. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll make this prize extra special if he does. Okay. For these we'll extra special font- emails. Yeah. Okay, Roxy, last one. But we have to get into this because... This was, we've said we've done this before in the past. Littles. This is a podcast for Littles about loyal Littles. Yep. We've said a bazillion times if your emails can't get read on the big show, we'll do our best. Now we're getting pretty in the This is where now. your
1: emails go to die.
0: Right. This is where emails <laughs> go to die. So now I, I'd also like to say before we do this, keep your chin up and have hope. I mean, I'm not kidding. There was one time where I literally sent an email. Forgot completely. It was about a month later they yeah, read it. Yeah. So it can happen. Miracles do happen they on sure the Tony do. Kornheiser show, I think.
2: When you believe. And, but
0: we're gonna jinx it probably right now and just put it to bed because we got emailed by episode seven.
2: Wow.
0: Hampton Nager. That top was top two. Top two. <laughs> <laughs> and he basically said, okay, I guess my email is not gonna get read on the show. I'm gonna read you exactly what it said before the actual email was attached, okay? Okay. Well, Chuck, it doesn't look like my email from last week will get read, so I'm sending it to you to do with it as you see fit. It could have been timing, or it could be that it wasn't as funny as I thought, or it could be that it busts on orphans, though the (laughs) true target was the Dickerson villains that saw fellow humans as, at best, something to exploit. Anyway, I hope you like it. (laughs) Then it says, in parentheses... Read this in your best, quote, unquote, old-timey voice. Now, I started reading it a little bit, and I was like, holy hell. <laughs> First of all, it's pretty long. I don't, that wasn't the problem. There was a lot of big words in here, and I was like, y- he doesn't, you don't want me reading this. Yeah, I- yeah. I'm going to butcher it. I'm, Roxy <laughs> probably could handle it, but no yeah. way. Not doing it.
1: Not in an old-timey voice. No.
0: Well, I, I, I like the old-timey voice, but no, it's not going to happen. So I said to him, this would be a big treat for all our listeners. Just read it yourself. Ooh. So here we go, listeners.
3: Ahoy hoy, Mr. Kornheiser. Doc Nager here of Doc Nager's Patent Medicines and Orphanarium. You can find us in your classified telephone directory under the heading Notions. It has come to my ears that your household does not make use of the many, many chicken bones left over from your daily sustenance, for fear that so doing would expose you to the japes of those yellow journalists who would declare you a relic of a previous century. Now, sir, a captain of industry such as you may see fit to dispose of your victuals as you please. And as a fellow magnate, I must agree. But I have to tell you that this news knocked my boater hat straight off my head. Why I have not been this excited since the passage of the Holly Spoot tariff, because, sir, I see a mutual opportunity and how your largesse can ve- benefit all. I humbly ask to make use of your bones for th- to make the nourishing gruel favoured by wastrels and urchins the world over. Why, at our humble orphanarium, the pennies we can save by making our own gruel would certainly keep our orphans in burlap the winter through. What better way to ensure that these poor dregs may soon find gainful employment at the Triangle Shirt Company? And as for you, the Kornheiser name will loom large as far-sighted philanthropist. Why, I can hear the men in the street even now saying, "There goes the Carnegie of chicken soup, the Vanderbilt of veloute, the Brothafiller." So, with your leave, I intend to make a call at your residence to collect what bones you may have to hand. I shall bestride my penny farthing at once and expect entrance to your parlor. Endorsing Chester A. Arthur for president, I am Hampton Nager in Dallas, Texas. Okay. <laughs> Did you count how many
0: words what? Chuck would have butched here? Now, Roxy's totally clueless because you're not listening to the big show.
1: No, something about chicken
2: bones.
0: Yeah, bones. <laughs> and yeah, Hampton Nager, episode seven, Hampton, you now... Finish your emails with I am Hampton Nager Episode seven. That's
1: in yeah. Dallas, yeah. Texas. In Dallas, <laughs> Texas. Yes.
0: You can throw that in too. But sure. we appreciate the email. We haven't heard from him in a long time.
1: I know. Yeah. It's been a while.
0: Episode seven.
1: Wow. That's so cray cray, Roxy. That's that's just so long ago. Yeah,
0: yeah. Gotta wow. get him back on for five mediocre minutes oh, or yeah. Uh, you Maybe know.
1: he could explain this to me. <laughs> right?
0: That'll take ten, Roxy. I'm sure. <laughs> Anyway, unfortunately, Roxy, we are out of time. Yes. we got to get out of here. So tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
1: Just go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. All the information you need is over there. Our contact so that you can enter the enter. <laughs> Toy Hall of Fame contest. Everything you need is over there.
0: All right. And don't forget, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes, make sure you run over there and give us a nice written review. We do appreciate that. As Adam Farrar says, tell 552 of your friends yeah. to go do the same thing, and yeah. that will help us get more listeners. So, yeah, we really appreciate we it. We love that. All right, Roxy, and as always, if you need a book,
1: go to aaronsbooks.com.
0: And if you need self-care,
1: go to modernselfcare.us.
0: Don't forget to put our code LLPOD in the comment section for Aaron's Books yep. and where it belongs for the self-care yes. situation. All LLPOD. All right, we want to make sure we do that. But the most important part is, don't forget, if you are out shopping online tonight, don't forget to use the
4: code, people. Bye. Yeah, let's rock.
5: Loves you easy, you have to question if it's real. Take stock of everything, not just the things you choose to feel. Life in a daydream. tell yourself Better listen
2: to
1: The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Croco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah.